Gotham Sound is your one-stop audio solution for microphones, mixers, recorders, podcasting, and wireless. Whether you're looking to rent or buy sound equipment, are working at a church, feature film, a television show, podcast, theater, or a student project, Gotham Sound is here to serve you. With a huge selection of new and used gear, it's your first stop before you buy. Gotham Sound has the pro audio you need to make your project sound true professional. Gotham has been around for 18 years perfecting pro audio. Visit us at GothamSound.com. Ocaso builds high quality, extremely affordable action cameras that enable our customers to capture dynamic moments in life and share their world of difference. In less than nine years, Ocaso has become one of the leading action camera brands worldwide with sales of over a half million units annually. There's a world out there to explore and enjoy while capturing every thrilling experience. Acaso's mission is to inspire and empower more people to join, enjoy, capture, and share the fun of exciting outdoor sports. Visit acasotech.com. It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. We have some special guests with us, Dr. Richard Langer and Dr. Joanne Jung. They have a book called The Call to Follow, Hearing Jesus in a Culture Obsessed with Leadership. I think we can figure this one out. And welcome to the program, both of you. Thanks so much, Michael. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bairdynamic.com. Real Traps is the premier source for high-performance acoustic treatment, including bass traps, broadband absorbers, and diffusers. Once a room has been properly treated, clarity and articulation of music and speech improve enormously. Whether you're a professional recording engineer, audiophile, or home theater owner who wants the best sound possible, upgrade your entire system with acoustic treatment from Real Traps. Visit Realtraps.com. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit Zoom-NA.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom. And we're for creators. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. So it is true that if you ever want to be someone in life, they tell you, you got to be a leader. Everything is different in the kingdom when it comes to Jesus. And I should mention Dr. Richard Langer is professor of biblical and theological studies and director of the Office of the Integration of Faith and Learning at Biola University. Dr. Joanne Jung is a professor of biblical and theological studies and the associate dean of online education and faculty development at the Talbot School of Theology, Biola University. Let, well, let's talk about that because, uh, you know, I went to seminary and I thought it was one of the most competitive places. Everybody wanted to be a leader. The problem, Michael, actually goes back to the garden where we wanted our own independence and we wanted to be in control. And there's no better place to assume that we would have control, and that is to be a leader. 
you know, it's born out of fear, but it really shows up in this grasping for leadership roles and, and leadership titles. Yeah, that's true. We had someone on the program talking about, you know, what is a church? We mentioned that, you know, the church can be top heavy because everybody wants to be a leader. But how can we grow as Christians if we become followers? We need leadership. Rick will probably unpack a little bit about how leadership in the book he describes akin to money. We're not anti-leadership, but we are pro-followership. I think that sense uh, shows up throughout the book. Leadership, it's a bit like money in the sense that it isn't bad. And in fact, there's a lot of things that are really good about it. But unfortunately, it's one of those things that really easily becomes an idol. Like with money, you know, the more you have, the more you want, you get things that are really good. So you think if I have a little bit, it'd be good to have more and you just get sucked into it. And so it doesn't end up in its proper place. And the reality is that both leadership and money are a means to some end. You know, money isn't so much good in itself. It's good for what it can do. And likewise, leadership for an organization to be a leader isn't intrinsically better than being a follower. The point is you need both to make an organization work. Well, if everybody's the drum major, you don't have a band. You know, conceptually, it doesn't work. And I don't think theoretically it should. I, I mean, that's the thing. I think God would actually appoint some people to be in leadership, some in followership. For most of us, we're in both, right? There's places where I lead. There's places where I follow. I think I'm pretty normal on that count. And uh, the point is to do both of them well. And I guess most of all, both of them, like they both matter. The whole Bible was really about following Jesus. Uh, there were those people who put up a fight. When Jesus himself says, I only do what I see my father doing. Mm. And we kept looking at that, uh, researching it, and we just couldn't help but see that Jesus himself was a follower. He followed the father. If we as followers of Christ, we can do no less than follow as Jesus followed. And that made a shift in our thinking as Jesus followed. I think about Fox News, that everybody wants to have a soapbox to talk very you know, directly. And, you know, we're told to follow, we're told to follow people in authority and, you know, to be quiet about it and to pray. And that just doesn't seem very popular. It seems like to pontificate and have a strong type of voice. Uh, and sometimes I, maybe Christians get sucked into that. But following, how do we follow in, in America with the authorities that be? You said that in your book, that authority and leadership, it's, it's appointed by God. We should all be following followers there too, right? I was thinking about all this language in the founding fathers of our nation in America about the idea that we're a political community that has a system that's not designed to work effectively if we don't have virtuous citizenry. Our system won't work if we don't have the bulk of our people being virtuous, strong citizens, which in the political realm just means the followers are the ones who are supposed to have these qualities and the checks and balances that we have are all dependent on the followers, the citizens voting bad leaders out and voting good leaders in. We aren't doing that. That's a problem. Okay, Dr. Jung, uh, what do you do? You want to give your take on that? A, a crisis of leadership? What do you think? Yes, I believe the focus is not just on a crisis of leadership, but the crisis of poor following. That really hasn't had much attention. In the aspect of poor followership, who are you following and how are you following? How well are you following? We have this definition in the book of followership, and it includes aspects of deference so that there is a difference between a leader and a follower respectfully and, and humbly, but also in terms of zeal and engagement. 
Otherwise, a follower might feel just dragged into something. And then thirdly is mission ownership. So those three characteristics describe a good follower. And we see that biblically as we follow Christ. And who's a better follower, Dr. Jung or or Dr. Langer? <laughs> That's why we wrote the book together. <laughs> uh, the trick question. But hold on just a minute. We're going to be right back. The Call to Follow is the name of the book, Hearing Jesus in a Culture Obsessed with leadership, we'll be right back. Real Traps is the premier source for high-performance acoustic treatment, including bass traps, broadband absorbers, and diffusers. Once a room has been properly treated, clarity and articulation of music and speech improve enormously. Our clients include famous mixing and mastering engineers, corporations, and even a research lab at MIT. Whether you're a professional recording engineer, audiophile, or home theater owner who wants the best sound possible, Upgrade your entire system with acoustic treatment from Real Traps. Visit Realtraps.com. Okay, back with uh, Dr. Richard Langer and Dr. Joanne Jung with their book, The Call to Follow, Hearing Jesus in a Culture Obsessed with Leadership. It's true. Just everyone wants to be the leader. What's the most important thing about being a follower? And even if you talk directly to you know Christians in the church. I think for me, the primary goal is to cultivate being a good follower. What does that look like? And if it is the Holy Spirit, and it is, who is the direct agent of our sanctification, of our becoming more and more like Christ, then it has to be aligned with who he is and how we are in tuned with him as he guides us through our days. And I think that piece is so missing in our world. We are not attuned to his spirit. We are not attuned to letting him have his way in our lives with our words, with our actions, with our attitudes. So for me, that's a key primary piece. And I think yeah. I've heard that people say, maybe psychologists too, it doesn't take a psychologist, but that people are happier when they're serving. People are happier when they're following uh, than they are in a position of power where there's fear, as you mentioned, they have to hold on to their power or take their power away. I remember you mentioned in your book, follower, servant, and slave are oppressive terms to us. You know, most people don't like to be called a follower, you say, much less a servant or slave. So, you know, you hear these terms as repressive and associate them with racism in particular and more generally with worthlessness, uh, insignificance and misery. Some of the terms that are prevalent in Scripture and kind of anathema in modern culture. And I think at some point we, at least as believers, has to say we, we kind of need to choose who we want to get our bearings from, the disdain of modern culture for things like that, or if we say, man, if the Bible's that committed to it, I must be understanding it wrong mm. if I am being disdainful of it. There, there's got to be a disconnect. And at some point, say the Bible must be right ultimately on this. I better figure out where I've gotten it wrong. And that's part of why we wrote the book is to help people perhaps get a glimpse into that. Yes. Dr. Langer and Dr. Jung, can I ask, are there common questions or are people confused in some way ever about the subject? And what do you talk about generally when you talk about this book to people? We were joking with each other when we were writing it. You know, people ask us, hey, what are you doing? You know, what are you working on? I'm writing on this book. What is it about? It's about followership. And it's like, what? <laughs> so, so yeah, a lot of people just look at us a little bit funny when we talk about this. We're not predicting this is automatically going to rise to the top of the New York Times bestseller list. It's one of those things where you just feel like, I really think this needs to be said. So let's say it. And I, I think we need to cultivate kind of the 
humility, the diligence, the kind of love and integrity that is so characteristic of followership and need not be a thing that automatically turns you into a leader. These are just qualities that are desperately needed in faithful followership, and you can cultivate them fully there. You don't have to move out of being a follower to somehow achieve a real level of discipleship in these fundamental Christian virtues. Yes. And at Biola University, can you put like a followership conference and just see how that goes? Let's see how the book goes. All right. <laughs> we'll work one step at a time. <laughs> Let's start there. Where can people buy your book? The book is called The Call to Follow, Hearing Jesus in a Culture Obsessed uh, with Leadership. And of course, our guest, Dr. Richard Langer and Dr. Joanne Jung, where can people buy your book? It's available on Amazon, and it's available through the publishing house Crossway. It's pretty easy to find it online, and it's available, you know, in Kindle and all of those kinds of formats as well. Yes. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be right back because there's more to learn. Uh, remaining moments, of course, with uh, Dr. Richard Langer and Dr. Joanne Jung. The Call to Follow is the name of the book, Hearing Jesus in a Culture Obsessed with Leadership, right back after this. Tribe Signs was designed in 2010. We started operations as home and office solutions specialists and have since established ourselves as a trusted brand all over the world. We have worked with some of the world's best designers and manufacturers to bring a curated selection of beautiful furniture to thousands of happy customers across America. Visit us at tribesigns.com. Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions, the ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. Since 2015, autonomous is dedicated to building ergonomic office chairs and electric standing desks with the highest quality materials. The autonomous product lineup began with the original office standing desk, the smart desk, and now spans several categories of smart ergonomic office tools and accessories, as well as new software solutions for modern hybrid work offices. All of our products are not just great looking and durable, but simple to use in order to unleash their full potential. Visit us at autonomous.ai and use code Messiah Radio for a 5% discount on your total order. Okay, we're back with Dr. Richard Langer and Dr. Joanne Jung and the book, The Call to Follow. As far as uh, both of you know, has there ever been a book like this? Whenever you ask that question, my first thought is, there must have been. <laughs> There's been a nothing new under the sun. There certainly have been books on followership in the last 20 years. There's been a little bit of an academic movement. We talk a bit about that in the book, but it is kind of on the rare side when you compare leadership to followership titles on Amazon or something like that. And is that true that when we were talking about before the break, uh, better leaders, better followers, what do you think? Uh, and when you think of healthy leadership, you think of uh, good leaders and better followers, no? Well, I think in terms of good leaders, a good leader should always be a great follower. I think that's the most secure posture to have. And of course, good followers, great followers should continue in their calling uh, and some of us are called to a leadership role. Some of us are called at different times to a leadership role, but we never stop following and we should never forget to continue to follow well. In the Bible, what do you think? Who are some good examples, poster children, of what it means to be 
a good follower? We can think of the Old Testament or New Testament or both. What do you think? Who's a good follower? This is what was so striking as we began to look at this. Paul understands himself as a follower, and he says, imitate me as I imitate Jesus. And then you look at Jesus, and Jesus is saying, I'm imitating the Father. And so you realize, oh, you're beginning to bump into this cascade of followership that you thought was a cascade of leadership. But really what you have is everybody saying, hey, Paul's following Jesus. Jesus is following God. And then when you read the epistles, Paul says, hey, you Thessalonians, you guys have now become a model to everybody throughout the you know, Macedonia and Achaia and these other places because they've turned how you turn from idols to following the true God. And you get in the New Testament the sense of everybody is defined exactly by playing a massive game of not follow the leader, but follow the followers, so to speak. Ultimately goes all the way back up to following God. So Paul self-identifies that, and he's very clear about that notion, and he asks people to follow him, but only as he follows Christ himself. So Follow the follower. That could be a new game. Yeah. (laughs) Rick did a great piece in terms of unpacking some parables. I think there are followership qualities in some of the parables that are unpacked in the book. As we were writing some of this, we got to thinking about these master-slave-master-servant parables of Jesus, where you have some kind of a lord, master, whomever, Mm. and he gives an assignment to these folks, and then they're kind of tested by how do they do it following through. And some of these are, you know, you you see everybody else kind of growing tired. You think of the idea that, are we keeping the lights burning? Some people fall asleep and neglect the job. Others continue to do it. So some people tire and they quit following. Some people quit because no one seems to be watching or paying attention. So the master's gone and left. I'll go do my own thing. Others seem to fail to follow because they aren't told exactly what to do. They have no imagination on their own. So they take their talent and they bury it in the ground. Others wander. So there's so many ways to go wrong. And this is one of the things that I think Jesus is very, very big on in the parables. We just don't tend to read them that way. But there's a lot of good follower instruction that that are built into these kind of master-slave kind of parables. And as far as traits of a follower, and you mentioned humility, can you think of some of the other traits? Oftentimes that humility will show up in gratitude, what God has already done. And there's a piece in the book where we talk about how God initiates. We all know we love because he first loved us. So there's this piece on how God initiates, how he loves, how he forgives, so that we become not just receivers, but now conduits of what we have so abundantly already received. One of the things that Joanne did in this book that I found really helpful for me, a bit of a posture about how we actually read the Bible to discipline ourselves with kind of an openness to hear things from the Bible that you might not like to hear, Mm. you might not want to hear, but as a discipline of followership, say, look, I'm coming to Scripture to find out what I need to do. I'm not assuming I already know that. And I'm not assuming that everything I hear will be something I want to do, but let me read with this posture of a person who really wants to be instructed or something that would confirm the opinions we already brought to our reading. Just whatever you're reading, to have this fundamental sense of, I am setting my agenda aside as I read Mm -hmm. this. A lot of scripture is coming to the end of yourself, being willing to follow Jesus no matter the cost. And, you know, Job had everything going on there, but no matter what was taken away from him, he realized that he had more to gain by just trusting and following Jesus. 
Yeah, I like to say about Job that that book ends with essentially God's command to us. Show them how it's done, Job, when a righteous man suffers. Anything, uh, last remaining words. Again, the book is called The Call to Follow, Hearing Jesus in a Culture Obsessed with Leadership. Our special guests have been Dr. Richard Langer, Professor of Biblical and Theological Studies and Director of the Office of the Integration of Faith and Learning at Biola University. Also, Dr. Joanne Jung, a Professor of Biblical and Theological Studies and the Associate Dean of Online Education and Faculty Development at Talbot School of Theology, Biola University. What do you think if uh, you had to hinge the Christian faith on following or followership, as you say, what would that be for each of you? I think for me, one of the things that I would really encourage people to do is to kind of sit down with this book along with a journal or along with some friends to say, I want to sort of reown my sense of calling before Jesus. And we put a study guide in the back to help kind of walk through what that might really mean. There's some really fun discussion questions and things like that. So it'd be a great thing to kind of do that sort of journal processing because we often don't take the time to stop and think, wait a minute, I need to kind of reorder my life according to this theme. And I think when it comes to something like followership, it's just covert for discipleship to stop and say, wow, my vocation, my family, my way of relating to other people at every one of these levels, I want to own this as a Mm. kind of discipleship followership project. I would only add how important and how deeply moving is it to each of our souls to be able to hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. Well, just to know in the back of your book, you say today's culture, you must be a leader. That's what everyone thinks to be successful. But the Bible tells a different story. Scripture teaches the importance of good, faithful leadership. It also emphasizes how being obedient followers of Christ is at the very heart of faith and how important that is and use examples of the Bible and church history. Go get the book. It's called The Call to Follow, Hearing Jesus in a Culture Obsessed with Leadership. Thank you, both of you, for being on the program. Thank you, Michael. Thanks so much, Michael, for having us. Our sponsors with over 90 years' experience in developing audio electronics, Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand, from headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. Real Traps is the premier source for high-performance acoustic treatment, including bass traps, broadband absorbers, and diffusers. Once a room has been properly treated, clarity and articulation articulation of music and speech improve enormously. Whether you're a professional recording engineer, audiophile, or home theater owner who wants the best sound possible, upgrade your entire system with acoustic treatment from Realtraps. Visit Realtraps.com. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit Zoom-NA.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom. And we're for creators. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. Visit vocalboothtogo.com for more information.